You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host for the week, Trisha Brown, and this is episode number 392.5. It's mid-December, and within a week, the days are going to start getting longer for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. That, for me, is enough to celebrate for at least the next couple of months. Uh, But for a lot of people, this is also a holiday season. And if it is a gift-giving season for you, Book Riot is here to help. Because let's face it, shopping this time of the year is kind of the worst. So if you are looking for the perfect gift for the book nerd in your life, you can gift tailored book recommendations. You are special someone will tell our professional book nerds, we call them bibliologists, about what they love or what you love. You can gift it to yourself. We don't care. Uh, What you love, what you don't, what their reading goals are, what they need more of in their bookish life, etc., And then you or they just have to sit back while our bibliologists go to work selecting books just for you or them. TBR has plans for every budget. You can gift a quarter or a whole year. You can give hardcovers in the mail or recommendations only via email. And the recommendations only level is available, believe it or not, worldwide. So you can visit mytbr.co slash gift to give the gift of books. Again, that's mytbr.co slash gift. And uh, let us do your holiday work for you, frankly. All right. After a quick break, we're going to talk about a couple of series you can dive into if you have a little time off coming up, or maybe with the time that you saved by not having to do holiday shopping. Either way. Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Young Readers. So this book I'm about to tell you about is giving five worlds meets spirited away realness. It's about a girl fighting her way back home after getting trapped in the spirit world. It follows Anzu, who's moved to a new town during Oban, a time for families to remember and celebrate their ancestors. And ever since her Albachan died, Oban has lost its magic. She doesn't feel much like celebrating anymore. So while avoiding holiday festivities, Anzu spots a stray dog down the street, a dog that seems to be staring right at her. So when she chases it, she slips and falls down a bridge, losing consciousness. And when she awakes, she's in the Shinto underworld known as Yomi. The stray dog, she finds out, is actually the gatekeeper of Yomi, and he warns her to return to the human realm before it's too late. Like I said, Miyazaki realness, um, I'm super excited for this. So make sure to pick up Anzu in the Realm of Darkness by Mai K. Nguyen. And thanks again to Penguin Young Readers for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of The Familiar by Lee Bardugo. This is one I'm actually super excited about. I liked Lee Bardugo's other adult fantasy books. And so I'm really looking forward to this one. It's set in the Spanish Golden Age during a time of high stakes political intrigue and glittering wealth. It follows Luzia, a servant in the household of an impoverished Spanish nobleman who reveals a talent for little miracles. Her social climbing mistress demands Luzia use her gifts to win over Madrid's most powerful players. But what begins as simple amusement takes a dangerous turn. Luzia will need to use every bit of her wit and will to survive even the help of Guillén Santangel, an immortal familiar whose own secrets could prove deadly for them both. So The Familiar by Lee Bardugo is on sale now. And like I said, it's a must read of the season. It's perfect for anyone who loves history, a little bit of magic, a lot of danger. You can get your copy now at LeeBardugoTheFamiliar.com. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of The Familiar by Lee Bardugo for sponsoring this episode. 
As I mentioned, this is a holiday season for a lot of people, which means that there are a lot of folks who are traveling, maybe have a little time off, might be trying to escape from their loved ones who they adore, but also, as my five-year-old nephew would say, need a little space away from. Holidays are also tough for a lot of people, so maybe you're just kind of looking to drop into a book or a series or something to keep your mind off of all of it. I will say, for me, because of having maybe a little bit of extra time, this is my favorite time of year for reading. And it tends to be the time of year that I have the most time to read. Uh, For 15 years, I have been traveling cross country in December. This year, I'm not. And actually, to be honest, I'm a little bummed about it. I know that sounds bananas, but there is something about the way that when you are engaged in air travel, you are inaccessible and unaccountable to everyone. And I really actually love that feeling. All I'm saying is if you have never wandered around a Hudson Books on a layover in Minneapolis where no one except the people who work for Delta Airlines know where you are, I'm just saying you might be missing out. That's all. Anyway, despite not traveling this year, I am still hoping to spend a good chunk of time reading. I know that's not true for everyone. If you are working in a job like retail or shipping right now, you are an absolute hero. And I hope that you have a really good long break coming up in early 2023. But for when you do get that break, or for folks who might actually have a little extra dedicated reading time coming up, I'm going to talk about a couple of series that are long enough to keep your reading brain busy for long periods of travel, or possibly hiding in a closet in a guest room, whatever is your thing. The first series I want to talk to you about is the Hidden Legacy series by Ilona Andrews, which starts with Burn For Me. So this is one uh, that I actually got into over the holidays about three or four years ago. I asked the When in Romance listeners for sci-fi or paranormal series that they really liked, and this one was the one that I heard about far away more than everything else combined. You may have actually heard of it. It's relatively well-known. It's an urban fantasy slash magical slash paranormally romancy series that takes place in the Houston, Texas of like a not too distant magical future. And it features a world in which some families have magical abilities, others don't. And there are all of these magical dynasties that are constantly at war with each other. People are telekinetic, or they can manipulate water, or they can change their appearance or whatever kinds of magical powers. Uh, And in the midst of all of that is the Baylor family, the sort of center of this series. They're a little bit of a misfit family and that they're not a big family dynasty, but they do have magic. But since they're not part of one of these larger, wealthy, magical dynasty families in this world where all of the wealthy people are, they have a struggling PI company working as private investigators to kind of help make ends meet. So the first three books in the series focus on Nevada Baylor, who is the oldest of the Baylor children. There are um, three sisters. She's the oldest of the sisters, and they have two cousins as well who also live with them and work at the PI firm. Um, Nevada is in her early mid-20s, and she has the ability to tell whether or not someone is lying, which obviously makes her a very good PI. Anyway, her path gets unexpectedly intertwined with one of the most notorious and powerful figures in the magic world, Connor Rogan, aka Mad Rogan. Everyone is terrified of this guy. And I will mention, because it might be a content warning that some people need, he has a history of being essentially weaponized by the military. His past is just, in general, pretty dark. But he has a family connection that brings his path into sort of an intersection with Nevada's, and all of a sudden, they are working together. And romance does develop between the two. Um, it, it happens over the course of three books. There's a bunch of other stuff happening. So I don't know that I would quite consider this the kind of romance people think of when they think of romance, which 
might make this a better fit for you or a worse fit, whatever you can decide. I will say that the main things that I love about this series, the first is probably the focus on the larger Baylor family. Nevada is the focus of the first three books. Her sister Catalina is the next three. But you're actually getting a lot about the rest of the family and their larger community throughout. And I think that feeds into the other thing that I love about this series, which is the world building. The history of this sort of magical element that it creates the powers with all of the, within all of these people and the way that intersects with the non-magical world and culture is fascinating. The way that there are different conspiracies and nefarious plots related to how the magical world should be run, how all of that fits into the larger culture that the authors, um, Ilona Andrews is actually a husband and wife writing team, the way that they've they've built this culture. I don't know, it kept me fully enraptured for six novels and the novella in between the two trilogies. And I am desperately hoping that they keep writing. I'll tell you what, if you read all of these books and don't agree that Arabella deserves her own trilogy by the time you're done, you can DM me and we can fight about it. She's the youngest sister. She is a delight. And I can tell you, I um, you may have, you know, deduced by now that that larger family or community element or those kinds of connections are a big part of what hooks me into a series. That's very much true of the Hidden Legacy series. It's also true of the second series I'm going to talk about. This one is a little bit more traditionally romance, and it is a historical uh, Regency romance series. So if you or someone you love is a Bridgerton fan, you might consider the Brothers Sinister series by Courtney Milan. There's a novella that starts up at the full first full-length novel is The Duchess War. And the series is named the Brothers Sinister series because the male friends, um, and there's a pair of half-brothers in there as well, but the, the folks at the core of that series are all left-handed. And the Latin sinister originally meant left, language is complicated, and now has a different meaning. Anyway, it's just a fun aside. I should say my wonderful When in Romance co-host Jess Pride and I have long disagreed about which is the best book in the series. Jess insists that it's the second full-length novel, The Heiress Affair, in which an heiress pretends to be both very odd and also very annoying so that no one wants to marry her, and then she doesn't have to hand over all of her inheritance to whatever man, person she marries. It is a wonderful book. But the honest truth is that Jess, despite being very brilliant, is also very wrong about this being the best book in the series. It is a high bar, but the best book in the series is the first full-length novel, The Duchess War. The Duchess War is the story of Minnie, this very quiet, wallflower, backgroundy person who deeply wants to blend into the background, escape notice. But as she is hiding at a party one day, Robert, a duke who is a bit shy and awkward in his own way, stumbles upon her in her hiding place, and the two connect over some of their similar interests. The um, They have like a little bit of like a bantering tension. It's very charming. They have a shared passion over social justice and workers' rights. They make a bet related to that passion. Uh, along the way, they fall in love, and things about each of their pasts, especially minis, come to light. Everything gets very complicated. There's family drama. There are charming, lovely friends and train rides. There's chess. It's all wonderful. The last thing I will say about this book in particular is that as a person who reads a lot of romance, this is a book that I often point people toward when they ask me why romance so often includes sex scenes. The Duchess War contains one of the best sex scenes I've ever read because the sex goes very, very badly. 
So in their first physically intimate encounter, uh, neither of these people have experience with a partner. And so when things don't quite live up to expectations, it forces a conversation between the two of them that I think tells you as much about the characters and their relationship as anything else in the book. I could go on and on about the series. I absolutely adore it. There are four novels, three novellas. They are all wonderful. Uh, but I would recommend that you just pick one up for yourself and uh, fall into that world. You know, get a little bit of a escapism on. All right. We will leave it there. Like we said, this is a very busy time of year. But links to both of these series and the books that start them, again, that's Burn For Me by Alona Andrews and The Duchess War by Courtney Milan, will be in the show notes. A huge thanks again to our sponsor, and a huge thanks, as always, to our wonderful and magical audio editor, Jen Zink. And thank you, of course, for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, you can check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or you can just search Book Riot in your podcast player of choice. Again, you can find the books that I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show a little love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As you know by now, not only do we very much appreciate your review, but it also helps other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, I am mostly on Instagram these days at Trisha Haley Brown. In the meantime, uh, until we talk again, I wish you all the very, very happiest of New Year's. I, for one, am hanging a lot of hopes on 2023. No matter how you feel about the holidays, no matter what you are reading, until we talk again, please, please take good care and happy reading. Happy reading.